0: Welcome everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Indeed it is. Adam Gilchrist,
1: Mark Bosnich, and I'm Tony Squires. Just an hour to share with you to talk uh, sport on a summer afternoon and a little bit more, and one man who is just, I think, the words would be more than sport is that how we describe Shane Warne more than sport he's everything
2: Warney. yeah he's, he's everything bigger and bigger he's getting smaller and smaller physically. <laughs> he's trimming right up but, but his impact the brand is getting bigger and bigger what a legend what a legend in fact
1: just have a listen to ours he's
3: done it he started off with the most beautiful delivery Gary has absolutely no idea what has happened to it
1: great commentary <laughs> from Richie oh, Beno. Brilliant. <laughs> I tell you what, oh, speaking about absolutely. legends,
4: Richie Beno, come oh, on. yeah, yeah. Huh? He is absolutely great. up there. Yeah.
1: It yeah. is. Well, he's so good. Some of our great moments, any sports fan uh, over the years came from Shane Warne. and guess what? He joins us next on the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. <laughs>
0: This is the KFC summer session on Triple M. It's the KFC summer session
1: on Triple M, and I'm thrilled to say we're now joined by Shane Warne. Warne, thanks so much for being part of the show.
3: G'day, guys. How are you? Very Good well. Thanks.
1: How is Morning. Perth Is arrived? You've arrived in Perth. Uh, I understand from reading that it's in fact uh, the Mrs.'s first time in Perth. Can that be true? Yep, this is
3: Elizabeth's first time in Perth too. She's very excited about the game as well and looking forward to uh, watching the Melbourne Stars get up.
2: Now, Warnie, just on, on your lovely fiance Elizabeth, I was sitting on a plane just after the Chogham event last year in Perth. I, I had the good fortune of meeting the Queen and having a photo with her and it ended up on the front page of the local paper. I was sitting on the plane looking at it, in, uh, and then I realised the whole plane was looking at me, looking at myself and what an idiot I was, but uh, the boat next to me says, uh, Gilly, you and Warney have got a lot in common. Says, I said, how's that? He said, you're both hanging out with English ladies named Liz, and I can promise you, mate, I'd rather be hanging out with your fine lady, but uh, <laughs> mate, you talk about the stars, I, I, I didn't get off to the start you wanted the other night, but uh, how they're shaping up for the big one against the Scorchers.
3: Yeah, we um, our preparation, obviously, the other night was a bit of a horror show for all of us. We didn't play that well, but that can happen in 2020. We've actually prepared really well. We've got a good squad. And, you know, this competition is, you know, you've got to play your eight games. You've got to probably win five to get into the semi-finals. You know, we had a horror the other night, but, we, you know, we're a good side. and We'll bounce back and give the scorches, hopefully, a bit of a touch-up.
4: And, Warnie, how does it compare to the Indian Champions League? I remember watching the, the opening season of that when you guys won it. Um, how does the 2020 here, Big Bash, compare with that league? <laughs>
3: Well, I think the, the Australian public have uh, warmed to the Big Bash. It's, you know, the first year last year, it's still pretty pretty fresh and pretty new, but I certainly do gotten on with everybody and everyone's enjoying it. You know, there's a lot of good young players in Australia and it, I think the more international players we can get involved in the Big Bash gives it, uh, you know, just preparing and you prepare differently with international players they look at the game differently they bring different things to the table there's some experience there's all sorts of different things but it's a great fun it's a great fun tournament and then 2020 domestic 2020 is all about entertainment I think so far in the few games we've seen there's been plenty of innovation there's been plenty of entertainment and there's been some good crowds we're expecting a sold out crowd here at the wacker tomorrow so it shows you domestic cricket and that's pretty good.
1: The entertainment is important and I love it. I love watching the helmet cam the other night was great and also you being wired up and talking last year and this year was great. But, of course, that change brings a lot of focus on you. And I drop a relatively simple catch. It's only seen by my kids in the backyard. Where There's a fair bit more focus on everything you do. Do you enjoy that part of it?
3: oh of course it's wonderful when you do and you don't do well you get smacked <laughs> out in the park and you drop a soda it's great then you have to talk and run through it again I think Brennan Julian was on the other night and he was talking to me just as the catch went up I said we really need a wicket here <laughs> and uh, <Chris laughs> the player's going to bowl a few slower yes. balls and then oh here we go I better get this one and then I thought oh this is a dolly thank you and then I dropped it and went oh my god and BJ said uh, I think we better leave you alone I said good idea <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh mate Warner your, you're you have best TV ever was when you, you and McGrath talked through that wicket of, uh, of Davey Warner a few years back up at the Gabba. but mate, all the attention, all the discussion, the moment around the, the potential comeback, now I went on air yesterday, I agree with your comments, I think if you were to go back, you'd be good enough, I did say that to you uh, is it a possibility mate? The biggest concern I would have for you, mate, you're going to have to take a big pay cut from what you're doing at the moment to going and playing cricket for Australia again, it's a massive pay cut
3: yeah, that's true, uh, Church. Um, that is very true. I think the thing with all that sort of stuff, I was asked a question the other day, not would I, was could I. And I, the way I've been bowling at the moment, I've been bowling really, really well. I've been really happy with the way I've been bowling. I've been they're coming out really well. Um, so it was sort of a hypothetical question asked me was, you know, do you think you could? Um, play national cricket again because obviously they're watching our practice match and stuff and I said, well, I've got no doubt I'm actually bowling well enough. It's just a matter of would I and all those sorts of things. There's a lot to go into it, you know. Do you want to go through the grey cricket, state cricket, all that sort of process to do it? Um, There's a lot of time involved to get prepared. There's a lot of time on the road to do it. So there's a lot of things that just go into it. You know, if you just rock up and practice and make sure you're bowling well enough, batting and catching well enough to do all that sort of stuff and play... You know that's a lot of a different story to everything that's involved with it in national sports. For now, so at this stage, I'm concentrating just on the big bash and trying to get land a few. Hopefully, take a couple of poles and get a few victories at the moment. And then, if it gets to the serious stage, then we'll worry about it then.
1: Right, you're listening to Shane Warren on the KFC Summer Session for the New Zealand double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times, Warnie. Uh, can you stick around? We'll have a chat with you. All right, after the break. Okay. Well KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Shane Warren.
0: This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple
1: M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Adam Gilgris, Mark Bosnich and Tony Squires talking to Shane Warne. Warne, you you mentioned about that focus uh, when you had not your favourite game the other night on the telly. You've always been a big show uh, because of how great a player you are uh, and that fame. Now with Liz in the mix, it's an enormous thing wherever you go anywhere. Do you get tired of it? Oh,
3: look, I suppose, you know... I think the thing is with Elizabeth and I at the moment that the one thing is there was always attention, was some people forget I actually wore a suit for 20 years before I um, met Elizabeth as well but because uh, <laughs> they liked like to comment about my dress sense and exactly and said look he looks like uh, James Bond in his suit and I thought well I did have one for 20 years yep. um, look, well, we understand we know it's part and parcel I've had it for 20 years of my stuff and Elizabeth's had it for a long time too so I understand it and I get it but you know when obviously with us together, the the focus and the spotlight and the attention that it gets. But you now we just live our lives and our, our thing that we're trying to do at the moment is most important, is integrate our families and have some fun and, and just live our life. That's what we're trying to do. Um, what everyone else wants to write and say and all those sorts of things, it doesn't really bother us. We just like to be a bit silly and have some fun and, and do our thing.
4: And Warney uh, the commentating in England, is that the plan now for the future or the foreseeable future, six months here and six months over there?
3: Well, juggling you know, juggling two continents, four children's school schedules, and Elizabeth's work. My work is not easy. That's one of the more difficult challenges. But it's something we've embraced, and we know what it is, and you know, we're enjoying living it at the moment. It's um, and doing that. My things involves playing poker around the world, playing a bit of cricket, commentating for ESPN in India for 20 days a year, doing Sky um, in England, and a few other things, and you know, launching my clothing range of spinners is coming back strong in 2013. A few other things on the go. I've got, actually, Tony, for you, yep. I might even send you some of our first uh, men's moisturisers and things I'm sending you. <laughs> oh. you a, bit of, lose a few wrinkles there, mate. <laughs> oh, I
2: thought you were going to say moisture-free underpants <laughs> from the spirit. But, uh, <laughs> hey, hey Warnie, on, Warnie just, just, just in, in finishing, mate, just on that, that balancing in the mates and the family. How many? Bozzer made a bit of a a big statement a, a day or so ago about how many mates he reckons he finished uh, at the end of his career or, or towards the end of life. Not that Bozzer's close to that yet. Oh, geez, how geez. many mates do you reckon you come out of a professional sporting career with? Genuine mates?
0: Well,
3: I think it's, it's you know, a lot of things that was the good thing about playing Australian, for Australia was we played with a great bunch of guys. And it was good fun to play with so many wonderful cricketers, you know, legends. There was great. I remember the early days playing with the Borders and Merv Hughes and. Yeah. You know, all like Jeff Marsh, Bruce Reid, all those guys when I first started. And I'm still in touch with all those guys the other day. We had a dinner at my place the other night with Mark Taylor and a few guys, Merv mm-hmm. and all. And so I'm still in touch with a few of those people. But obviously Australia's so so it takes you, you know, passport control to get over to Perth. So it's hard <laughs> to keep in touch with people in <laughs> Perth. But, um, it's, it, you know, I think I'm very lucky that I've got a diverse range of friends. I've got still got school yeah. friends. I've still got cricket friends. I've got football friends. And then just mates I've made along the way. I've I've been lucky enough to cut out the hangers-on and all those sort of things over my life. So now it's just a matter of hanging out with good friends and family, and it's all good.
1: And you've got a lot of people who love you uh, when you roll the arm over as well, mate. All the best for tomorrow night the Big Bash and beyond, and I'll be awaiting with great expectation the moisturiser when it arrives. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, coming to very multiple uses for you,
1: Tony. <laughs> I've always loved you. Zing. <laughs> Shane Ward, there he goes. Thanks so much for being part of the KFC Summer Session
0: is the KFC Summer Session on Triple
1: M. Yeah, and we're just speaking to Shane Warne, the legend. Uh, Gilly, I just need to ask you a question. Uh, throughout that, he referred to you as Church. Now, look, yeah, I, yeah. I love the sporting nickname. It's yeah. terrific. They you know, often come up with true ones. I've never heard you called Church before. Where does that hail from? Yeah, that
2: came from the 97 Ashes Tour, my first full tour with the, the Aussie team over to England, and I was walking around the ground at Bristol with Steve Waugh, And Glenn McGrath and the young whippersnipper came up with the the days or the tour program really nervously. Steve Waugh, Steve Waugh, can you sign this? And you had the little picture open up of Steve there, the little bio next to it, and Tugger signed it. Oh, Glenn McGrath, Glenn McGrath. He signed it. He looked at me. He had no idea who I was. He shuffled through the book and he said, Are you Eric Gilchurch?
4: Don't I mean, about it, really. was uh, funny how it stuck uh, from within the team. I bet he knew you were four years later, buddy. Don't worry <laughs> about French, that, absolutely, hey? mate. So <laughs> stick with the bozo, buddy. I'll put the L into that. <laughs> <later.
1: laughs> uh, church love. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This
0: is the KFC Summer
1: Session on Triple M. It's the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The new zing and double from KFC. The double's back. This time, spicier than ever. Boys, boys, flicking through the paper
2: again, come across a, a great article. Headline, Thieves Cut Down Red Light Camera. Now, it's, it start about the police, <laughs> the clever police. They believe that thieves use machinery to cut through a metal pole to steal the red light camera. So <laughs> it's basically, if you can picture... A, a whole red light traffic light yeah, yeah. with the camera we on top the them, whole yeah. lot's gone mm-hmm. the whole lot's gone so it was clever of the police to think that machinery is used sound like Miami Vice <laughs> Crocket and tubs in yeah, the 80s right. <laughs> exactly. and no one noticed but the, the the police was on the record the quote from the copper said uh, if this is, is an attempt to get out of an infringement and they are sadly mistaken. Oh, because, yes. of course, Strong the, words, yeah. uh, the words. images get sent straight to the central computer and they can print up everything. But uh, it got me thinking a little bit about. I'd like to hear from our listeners out there, and I'm going to put it on you in a minute, Boz, but oh. what lengths uh-huh. have you gone to to get out of a sticky uh-huh. situation? Uh-huh. No it might idea. be with uh-huh. the law, it might be at work, the girlfriend, the wife, something as simple as my old chestnut if you had the dinner table and yeah. you accidentally let one rip, you just blame the dog in front of the kids. <laughs> so whatever it takes to get away from something, a spot of bother, Boz, yourself, mate, what's your, your oh. best escape attempt? All right, um... This could anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> to you. I've just yeah. got to
4: be palatable yeah. for our audience. Uh, yes. There's no seven-second delay, is there? No. No, okay. Um. Um. Oh, okay. Can you stop right. asking Here that? we go. Oh, well, I just want to know. Okay. Is that If I'm halfway well, how through many something, I, I can you? stop it. Okay, go on. Oh, right, it's a little bit of a safety net for mm-hmm, me there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, when I was a, a young uh, apprentice stroke, a professional, well, young, you know, I was in Manchester, Manchester United, and... and I went out one night with a friend of mine uh, yes. in Salford, so I wasn't particularly well-known then. I hadn't, I, I, I think I played one first-team game or so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got very drunk. During the season, I never used to drink. Yeah. So he got very drunk, um, asked me to take him home. So this is responsible. so I yeah, to, ask to, And I said, look, mm-hmm. it's not a problem at all. I'll take you home. As I went to put my hands in, in my pockets just to make sure that I had my house keys and so forth, I realised I didn't have my wallet with me, which had my license in it oh, you were have spun it so, again yeah know. so basically <laughs> no I had my don't worry I had the cash <laughs> yeah, cash yeah. goes separate buddy oh, okay cool so the I, I relayed this money. to my my Salford friend in Manchester and he was like don't be silly you're not going to get pulled over blah 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 you'll be absolutely fine mm. so as it happens we're driving back um, going towards uh, where we used to live uh, mm. Lower Broughton Road there around the cliff training ground for those that are familiar with it <laughs> And a blue light appears in the background. Would you believe it? Uh, yes, I would. All right. So that's, that's what <laughs> And I for. started going mental, yeah. at mental at my friend, All right, yeah. Dave, his name was. A uh, Dave, they used to call him. Yeah. Now, um, my family originally, my uh, my ancestry originally hails from Croatia, but yeah. uh, we never used to speak Croatian at home. We used to speak, you know, English. Yeah. So I can speak pidgin Croatian, basically, just to get by. So I told him, I told Dave, she shut up and act sick. Oh. So the officers come over and, and, and started talking, and I just rattled off Croatian. I was going, duh! Doing all this type of stuff, right? Wow. And the guy's, I go- and the guy's going... The guy's going, okay, calm down, calm down, calm down. And I was like pointing, kept on pointing to Dave and coming out, you know, da, da, come kabroos. <laughs> yeah, and the guy, okay, he's going, now the guy, the cop is starting to turn around to me and go, oh, he's sick? i go, da, da, yeah, da. He goes, oh, uh, okay, oh, I take you to the hospital. And as he's going to go back to town, I'm going, thank you. He just drove off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you are, are one sick right. puppy. One
4: triple three, five three. What lengths
1: did you go to to get out of that sticky situation? <laughs> Boz, you idiot.
0: This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. It's the KFC Summer
1: Session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich, I'm Tony Squires. Gilly has brought us that story of somebody who's decided to take the law into their own hands, has chopped the red light camera off, (laughs) uh, fully believing that uh, any photographic evidence will be in the camera itself and everything will be tickety-boo. I'm tipping stupid. I'm um, um, sorry, I'm out there The, the cops have also lobby. added
2: It's understood the camera's no use Once it's removed from
1: the pole <laughs> really? I don't know about that Imagine lobbing into the kids' birthday party <laughs> with that
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So yeah, well, you thinking that The police are thinking They might have been t- taking the camera Just for use, for private use I love it So we decided Well, Gilly thought <laughs> What other things do you do How did you What lengths have you gone to To get out of a very sticky situation One, triple, three, five, three And Paul has called What did you do, Paul? Hey, boys, love the show. Thanks, mate. Um, back in year 11 in high school, um, my maths teacher was a very devout Christian, mm-hmm. and I was, shall we say, a fan of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. So whenever I hadn't done my homework, I'd rip out an Iron Maiden cover and stick it on my desk. He'd come down, look at everyone's homework, and would completely ignore me. What? Basically, I didn't exist if I had this album cover sitting on my desk. <laughs> seriously? So, yeah, so, seriously. So you could go through school with absolutely no contact with your, your teacher? Absolutely, yeah, he, he he would go to the guy directly in front of me, the mm-hmm. guy next to him, and then the guy next to me, because I used to sit in the corner. And he would, basically, I like, awesome. did not exist if I had that album cover on my desk. If it wasn't there, he'd talk to me. Wow, no, did you have any other teacher? Yeah, album? <laughs>
4: yes. What a marvellous weapon! Yeah.
1: Any other teachers who had problems with? I don't know if you wore uh, garlic around your neck and they uh, they wouldn't come. Uh, <laughs> no, that sort no, of sp-
4: no, nothing like that.
1: <laughs> that is brilliant. All right, thanks oh, so some- much, Paul. Paul. Thanks so much, Paul. That's All right, there you go. That is certainly uh, something that does well. I can't really believe. Is it a Christian thing to be frightened of iron? <laughs> I don't
4: know. I don't know. <laughs> or is that but just- listen, I might try it tomorrow. <laughs> is that just I'll a- come back with the results tomorrow at four o'clock. <laughs> it's just a taste
1: thing, I think. This is the KFC summer session.
0: This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M.
1: We're, we're very keen to do things for you all. this week, We're giving away tickets to the KFC T20 Big Bash League. Great to watch on the telly, but how good is it when you get to the ground? On Friday, we'll be giving someone a trip for them and three mates to a KFC T20 Big Bash League match anywhere, anywhere in Australia, thanks to Fox Sports. You can see the KFC T20 Big Bash League Live and exclusive on Fox Sports called Foxtel today, but for your chance to get there. Now, this is terrific. All you've got to do is head to uh, you register, and tell us in 10 words or less what excuse you would give your boss to get out of work to go to the Big Bash League. So be inventive within the 10 words or less. You know, I really like the cricket. That's <laughs> probably not good enough. I <laughs> 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 not get f- you there. No. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of... War- no, it's not going to work either. <laughs> <laughs> Today's winner uh, is Travis Johnson He's from Northgate, and his winning entry is... I need to go home. I've hurt my square leg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was that better Jake than the mine? Pig. Was it Jake, Jake the pig? I'm not sure that was better than mine. Uh, but congratulations, Travis. You have won some jiggers. But remember, on Friday, uh, you and three mates get along to a big, le- big Bash League match anywhere in Australia. Thanks to Fox Sports. See the KFC T20 Big Bash League live and exclusive on Fox Sports. Call Foxtel today.
0: Please is the KFC
1: Summer Session on Triple M. That's KFC Summer Session uh, on Triple M. For the new Zing and Double, the legendary double, it's back at KFC Good Times. Look, I'm a very respectful person, Adam Gilchrist, Mark Bosnich. Zing. Uh, yeah, very respectful. Uh, I like to, if somebody has a position of authority, I, 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 I don't know whether bow to it is the correct term, but I certainly am respectful of that office. But mm. if I, if I oh. ever get the great opportunities of a couple of times to, to stay in some, be in the same room as a Prime Minister, I'd address them as Prime
4: Minister. That's very it, time of you it. are you to. a man that you know that the men that they they earn your respect or you just automatically respect them? some positions some uh, positions of office hmm.
1: carry the respect i mean their position General. the position of prime minister is, is you know something you, you hmm. have to respect that yeah. office yeah. Uh, now i'm just a little bit intrigued though cuz i do use the word mate a fair bit as hmm. well. And we're blokes here. I think it, it, it happens quite regularly. Mate. There's one, there's, <laughs> mate. There's <laughs> a place now, uh, this is the New South Wales Local Health District. They've decided that the word mate and a few others which I'll get to shouldn't be used. They can't call colleagues or clients mate. Now the what? memo and it, when, as soon as there's a memo involved you know there's problems. Mm. The, and especially when they use the word the utilisation. The utilisation of this language <laughs> within the workplace. and Just say use. Uh, at any time is not appropriate and may be perceived as disrespectful, disempowering, and non-professional, the oh, MMO says. Just, okay. W- thoughts uh, are your rubbish immediately? Sorry, oh, Gilly. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I, I reckon, mate,
2: I, I, right. I reckon there's an issue here because Bozza himself has said, mate, you, you rate your mates by mm. way of uh, <laughs> different divisions of the English footballing yes. leagues. Yes. So that, you know... If you're going to throw that around willy nilly, you're going to then explain what category they
4: fit into, what division they're playing, or most definitely can't be too reckless with it. Uh, 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 This is rubbish. This is political correctness going absolutely mad. It's just another form to try to control people. It's ridiculous. It's the way you say things. You know, you can call somebody, you know, something of what others perhaps would find offensive, but if you know that person, you know the way that they're saying it.
1: Yeah, but
4: what it, you know, uh, Isn't it... Shouldn't it be down to the individual? This is, again, I, this is political correctness going absolutely oh. mad. I've never heard anyone call somebody... Mate, in a derogatory fashion. Yeah, but no, like, if,
1: I've had a trademark change of mind. What about if <laughs>
4: mate? That's if, part of the Australian a vernacular, a yeah, isn't know, it? it? Come it is, on,
1: but it's a colleague,
4: somebody who may be
1: your, say,
4: senior in a a job structure. Yeah.
1: Why should you be allowed to call them mate? Why shouldn't you call them by their I don't know, their title or whatever? All right. Well, they they,
4: like for example, okay, I'll be I'll be the prime minister. You call me mate. I'll show you exactly. Look, go go. Good mate. Tony? <laughs> watch, watch, wait wait, 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 wait. What does that so, prove? What is what they need to, This is all they need to do. Tony? Yes? I take offence to being called mate. I'm the Prime Minister. Could you please address me as Madam Prime Minister or Mr. That's all they need to do. All right, they don't it. need to have it up on the wall as a rule. Okay, okay let's move what on. What about somebody who's yeah. called people they refer, mate for their
1: whole life? Do they refer to any other words? Yeah, see, use different. of
2: other terms. Yeah, there
1: oh. are, and I, I kind of agree with these ones, I must admit. Uh, you shouldn't be referring to people in, in public as uh, sweetheart. Darling. Darling. Or, or honey. Feeling
4: kind of lonesome. <laughs> sure, <Honey>. shouldn't <laughs>
1: sing at them. Or honey. <laughs> Gilly, do you, I mean, I, I often find that when, when blokes talk to, you know, a woman in the workforce and they just immediately go, okay, darling, how are you going? That can, I reckon, be construed as slightly derogatory. What do you think? Yeah, honey, sweetheart, darling. I'm
2: not sure that would go down in, in the workplace that I was formerly from it, either. But, uh, I, I get <laughs> like that. I, think you're, I think you're spot on. I have to agree with Bozzy. It is part of the vernacular for, for all Aussies. And it, I tell you what, it gets you out of a bit of trouble when you can't remember people's yeah. names. <laughs> uh, That's the best one. <laughs> particularly when people know you uh, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. don't know them. Jimmy, yeah. instead from of saying, hey, profile, go on, mate, now
4: we're going to have to go, oh, you. you,
2: you no, know, oh, but you know what I'm going to say. You're Next time it's happened, I'm going to say, Hey, day, sweetheart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you, you person I respect. or yeah. right, <laughs> darling. <laughs> How's it <laughs> <you> going, darling? <laughs> that
4: will do it. Uh, okay, look. What about buddy? Is it a bit too American? No. No? What's, that?
0: I mean, is it, what's is it? Why, why can't
4: you just leave it down to the individual to turn around and say, I take a little bit of offence to be called that? Right, okay. You so understand? We don't it's need an overriding the, It's in the memo. dictionary. We don't need an overriding memo. Is this yeah. them trying to justify themselves sort of say, look, oh, here we go. Uh, people, yeah. little people, you must abide by us by saying this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right, what about yeah, those yeah. two words that get like they don't get used that much? They should be used more. Common sense. No, Hello. Nice <laughs> work, Roger. Uh, has given us a call. One, two, three, five, three. Roger, what do you reckon?
1: How you going? Uh, look, you know when you're talking about the senior management, whether you can call a mate or what have you. Yes. If you yep. go to your senior and management and, and you just say, look, I need some time off for family issues, my father, someone's died or what have you, mm. uh, and then they say, look, look, don't worry about it, don't worry about work, take some time off, don't worry about it. And you, you will say, thanks, mate. That's showing your appreciation, don't you think True. so? It's, yeah. It, it naturally naturally slips off the tongue naturally. I think you're absolutely right. Spot on, Roger. It doesn't matter Roger. if it's the CEO of your Australia or whatever, it doesn't
4: matter. You'll say, thanks, mate. Mm. It's showing compassion. Yeah, Spot I, on, Roger. I think you're I, so Australian. I, To be honest, when I first went to England, mm. um, that'd come up a few times. And Even, even, I uh, say, uh, uh, a lot of times it come up when I was at Aston Villa. That was in the early 90s, with the boss, who yeah. we either call boss or gaffer, okay? <laughs> but yeah. every now and then, just like Roger said, like you'd ask or something like that, and I'd say, thanks, mate. And Ron Atkinson, it was at the time, former Manchester United manager and, and was then at Villa. And he used to say... That's fine, but don't call me mate. I'm not your mate. But he'd say it half tongue and cheek. But there's always, like I said to you yesterday, I think there's always a bit of truth to a joke. So I, I wouldn't call him mate afterwards. But he only meant it as an endearing term. Exactly, Roger's exactly right. It's ridiculous. All right. There's a situation
2: in India where the, they uh, refer to you as as bi meaning brother, and it's a real sign of respect. Yeah. yeah. So they say gilly bi or, or churchy bi, maybe from now on. <laughs> but uh, to have that well, added on. on, it's a it's a it's a, almost in a in a similar fashion, a, a respectful way that yeah. we do it in Australia. A mate, absolutely yep. a, a term of endearment and yeah. uh, something that shouldn't be stamped
1: out. No, I think you're right. And, and Chatty, I think might also agree with your the technique about names. Chatty,
2: yeah, um, definitely for sure. If you've forgotten somebody's name, well, you, you you definitely call them mate or or buddy. And I work in the uh, hos- hospitality industry, and I'll, I'll put an ear to the ground and I'll wait until one of his mates actually says his name or nickname yeah. and, <laughs> Absolutely. And then I get Absolutely. to call him his name.
1: Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that's the, that's the <laughs> technique the to use.
2: the
1: times, buddy or mate. How <laughs> you doing, buddy? Hey, Jam. Thanks, Chatty. There you go. Thanks, mate. Alright, sadly, that's where we have to leave you uh, for this Tuesday. It's been great fun once again. We'll be back tomorrow, though, uh, of course, the KFC Summer Session. And remember, the new zing and double from KFC, the double is back, as we will be this time, spicier than ever. See you, mates.
0: The KFC Summer Session For the new Zing and Double The legendary Double is back at KFC Good times